the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And the bad news is, this ain't Peter Boyles. I'm John Caldera. Sorry, Peter's not here today. You're stuck with me. I know. Keep your expectations low, and we'll both be happy. Give me a call, 303-696-1971. Let me just do a real quick recap. I had a most interesting and frustrating call, and I think I want to tee off on that. So, so we were talking about O'Day and people who won't vote for O'Day because he's not pure on abortion. And they're, they're cutting off their nose to spite their face because if you don't vote for O'Day or if you don't vote or if you vote for somebody else, you're just voting for Bennett. That's the, the political outcome. Which means if Republicans stay uh, in the minority or we have another vote, uh, another Democrat, it's going to make it easier for liberal judges to get confirmed, it could keep Schumer in office, and ultimately it's bad for the cause you care about, which you say is abortion and saving unborn lives. So Margaret seemed to have this really difficult time when I gave her this thought experiment. And I really do like thought experiments because it they help sharpen our minds and test our logic and test different different values. And it's, it really shows that degree matters. When pushed to say if she was the sole decider of keeping abortion legal to birth or restricting abortion to the first trimester after literally five minutes of hemming and hawing and going in circles and, and just like massive denial, she finally said, yeah, I guess I'd vote to restrict it to a semester, to, to the first trimester, excuse me, first trimester. Did I say semester? Still stuck in college. Um, and of course you would if you're anti-abortion. Why? Because it is a step in the direction you want, which is no abortion at all. Also, if you believe that the child is a life, you want to end the suffering sooner. You, you think it would be easier or less painful at that younger age than when that life is completely viable outside of the mother's body. So, yeah, these are two awful decisions. One is more awful than the other, which means there are degrees, which means there are shades, which means there is a spectrum. This is, they're all bad. Yes, well, you could say that, of course. One is more bad. One is worse. One is better in comparison And in the world of politics, we work in increments. 
That's how the left takes over. They don't vote to get rid of all guns. They get rid of a little bit here, a little bit there. They get rid of this magazine. Then they get rid of that type of gun. Then they add in this background check. Then they restrict it to this age. And then they do this and do that. And then they get rid of guns. They never, they never just do it in one foul swoop. But yet, the simple mind of purists on our side seem to think it is a toggle switch. And I'm only going to vote in a binary system. Well, we don't live in a binary system. We live in a system of steps. We call it uh, the Overton window, named after a man I knew, Joe Overton, out in Michigan, who described it as a window. The Overton window, which is the window of politics. Imagine a football field, and you've got the 10-yard, uh, you've got this 10-yard window, and that 10-yard window moves, and that 10-yard window is the window of political possibility. And the more you fight to move that window, you move your possibilities towards your goal line or your opponent's goal line until that goal line is in reach. And it takes a lot to move that political window. And so voting for O'Day, if you are anti-abortion, moves that Overton window, the possibility towards your anti-abortion views, towards your viewpoint. If you vote for nobody, you're moving that window towards the pro-abortion viewpoint. That's, that is the reality. That's the toggle. That's the binary right there. And so when you say you feel good, that I can't vote for somebody who supports abortion, then you're thinking like a child. You're not using your logic. If your goal is to save unborn lives, then you are acting against your own stated interest. Do you not see that logic? Please, take me on on this one. I know you're out there yelling into your radio, so take me on on that. You can do that by calling 303 303- 696-1971. 303-696-1971. In the meantime, let's talk to Sandra. Sandra, thank you for holding on. I appreciate it. You're on KNUS and you're thank with you, John, John Caldera. Howdy. Thank you, John. And thank, thank you for your wisdom. I um, wouldn't call it wisdom. I just wanted, well, we're, 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 needing, we're needing some edification here. Um, I just want to say let's just all take a deep breath and let's look through this uh the lens of independence and freedom. Um, not voting is not wise because the leftist Democrats will never represent our values ever. And at least with Joe O'Day and um, and the the other candidates that that people have questions on, we need to support them. We need to lead by example. We need to change hearts and minds because by leading by example, maybe they come around. Who knows what Joe O'Day is going to do when he gets into the Senate? 
we have uh, a wonderful conservative party, and we're a very welcoming group. And I think by showing really? that, we get more bees with honey. I do. We're a welcoming group? I believe so. Mm, I've, I've, I have seen the log cabin Republicans booed at our events because they're gay. Oh, I have ooh. seen... I have seen um, um, Muslims heckled at our events. Now, I don't oh. know if we're a welcoming group or not. Oh. I think overall, I think overall, the Republican Party is a big tent. Uh, but I'm I'm not certain that we are some some big welcoming group. You know, parties change, and the how to put this? I think we can be very simplistic when we think that you know, the party does everything in Colorado, that the party is this big, um, this big omnipotent uh, behemoth that controls, controls everything. It, it, it just doesn't. It just doesn't. The party, the party has two roles. The party runs primaries and the party cashes checks from Washington. From the, from, and that's really the two big things it can do. And then, of course, it mm -hmm. helps to try to get its candidates elected. But, but that's really the only two things it can do. Everything else can be con contracted out, and that's what the left does so well. So, you know, what we need to do is is get people into office, recruit people, and that's not just a party issue any longer. Exactly. Yeah, it's not. It's it's putting the right person at the right time. And, you know, like it or not, and people are not happy with maybe some of our choices. I Joe Day was not my first choice. Pam Anderson was not my first choice. But that said, we need to embrace these, these folks. They they will come around. I'm sure they will. Got to have that. What do, what do you mean they'll come around? Come around to what? I I think I think once they get into office and they they maybe they look through that lens of freedom and liberty and independence that it nope. really does matter. Nope. 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 You don't think nope. so? Nope. nope. I know very few not know, but I know very few people that once they get into, into the system of government become oh. more, more pro-freedom. Um, and think about, think about it here in Colorado. We wonder why, let me, let me start over. Let me try it this way. Republicans are spectacular, limited government, limited regulation, limited tax and spend um, folks until they're in the majority. And then somehow they go into debt and spend more and pass ridiculous things. Remember when we had a Republican president, George W., and Republican oh, House yeah. and a Republican Senate, and we they outlawed the incandescent light bulb. They took away our free speech with McCain-Feingold. They built bridges to nowhere. They did debt spending uh, and teed it up for, Patriot for Obama Act. to continue. Yeah, they, mm -hmm. they did all these things. And what, what happens okay. is we, we forget that um, they're just people. And politicians, politicians can be very expedient. And once we get them into office, 
we have to reward them for doing the right things and lean on them for doing the wrong things. And that takes a lot of work because otherwise, otherwise the other team does it for them. And that's why there's the lobbying core is there. That's why the left is there. While we're busy out raising our families and going to work, they're being pressured and wined and dined by the enemy. Thank you for that perspective. Um, how, I mean, I guess then that's like we have to hold them accountable in, in some way, shape, or form in, in between raising our families and going to work and taking care of matters at home. Yeah. Think of it this way. I'll, I'll, I'll boil it down. I think Republicans put a lot of faith into personality and that we love mm-hmm. this person, we hate that person. We're looking for our next Reagan. Who's the next Reagan? We love personality. The left loves infrastructure. They love putting money into building infrastructure that builds on itself. They want to they build a um, boat harvesting machine. They want to build a recruiting machine. They want to build a database machine. They want to build a community organizing machine. They want to build these things that work, and then when they work, they build on each other, and before you know it, they take control of government, and then they put in more policies that give them more control of government. Whereas we just want to get our guy elected. Well, our guy's not going to stay powerful if we don't have the infrastructure to do it. They think differently, and they win. Our guys... When politicians are in office, they really respond to three things. They respond to the media, they respond to special interests, and they respond to their constituents. And imagine those three things being like a vice, pressuring them in three directions. And then they, they're, what they do, they pop out the other end. And so, you know, the media is pushing them in the wrong direction. You know, the special interests are pushing them in the wrong direction. And if we're not there... To counteract that, they go south. Every poli- right. over time, over time, I have not known politicians not to go left leaning over time. For the most part, there's been plenty of of good guys who who have fought it. But the longer they're in the machine, particularly in Washington, particularly um, even in in Denver, they go left. Mm-hmm. It is. Oh boy. You know, what, what did Jefferson <laughs> say? You know, it's. It's the nature. It's the nature of things for liberty to lose and and uh, uh, collectivism to gain. He didn't quite say it like that. He said it some some other way. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the other quote, something: "If men were angels, we right. wouldn't, we wouldn't have need to, government." Right. Work. Correct. Very good. Well, thank you, John. Thank you for all you do. Oh, I'm a very lucky man to do what I do. I'm. Uh, don't deserve any of it. Hey, thanks so much. Have yourself a great morning. I need to take a break. I'm still looking for that caller to explain to me why they're going to vote against O'Day because they're anti-abortion. I really want to understand this. Help me out. Call me, 303-696-1971. 303-696-1971. In for Peter Boyles, I'm John Calder. I keep it right here, 710 KNUS. Little Ray Davies and the Kinks. I heard, by the way, I think it was yesterday or the day before, the Rolling Stones 
cut their first demo tape a couple, 60 years ago this week, a couple days ago. 60 years ago of the Stones. Not that you should feel old or anything. I'm John Caldera. In for Peter Boyles, 28 minutes after. What a fun morning. Thank you for all the calls. 303-696-1971. Let's get back to the phones and talk to Amber. Amber, good morning. You're with John Caldera. Glad to have you. Hi, John. How are you? I'm great, thank you. How are you? Doing okay. Thank you. Um, I I love the the callers that have come before me. Um, Very sweet, very flowery, but... Excuse my French, forget that. But <laughs> honestly, you should vote for Joe O'Day because if you are like myself, I am tired of the drunk surfer boy that we have in there now. I don't see him as a drunk surfer boy. I, I see him, depending on your oh, age, you won't you won't you won't get this um um comparison. I see him as Thurston Howell the third. Okay, yeah, no, all, all I get is drunk surfer boy every time I hear him talk, <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know. No, I, I, get that, I get that kind of yelly, oh, really, lovey, come on, no, we don't. No, I, I just kind of get the um, rich kid vibe. Okay, I'll, I will give you that. Uh, yeah, I, I also just want to throw out there that, um, you know what, I, I, am, I am a black conservative, I will never consider myself a Republican, and it's because Republicans do poop butt stuff like this, where you know Democrats will get together. Watch your foul mouth, lady. This is a family show. How dare you say poop butt stuff like that? Uh, (laughs) Democrats will get together, John, and they will decide. Okay, I don't really like him. I don't really care for her. But we have a common goal, and we are going to stick to that common goal, and we are going to get what we want. And that's what they do, and they generally get it. Republicans sit back, and we stand, oh, my gosh, stand in a circle and shoot each other down. Yep, yep. And it's like, come on already. You know, Michael Bennett has done absolutely nothing. You know, coming from destroying DPS, to hear where he's done absolutely nothing, and if nothing else, vote the man out of office because he doesn't do anything, and he never really has. So you yeah, know, that, that's that's all. So it's interesting <laughs> that you're you're a conservative black lady, but you're you don't consider yourself a Republican, or you're not a registered Republican. No, in fact, I'm 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 registered independent, but absolutely conservative leaning. And do you, you, do you out of a hundred percent, how often do you vote for Republicans? Oh my gosh, since I was the age of nineteen, straight through. All right, so you vote for so you vote Republican. You're just not registered as a Republican. Why is it that yeah. that more more African Americans don't vote like you? Because statistically, you know they don't. They they do not. It's very strange in the sense that we live out um, Republican values, but we vote Democrat, which which makes no sense yep. to me. It it we makes yep. no sense. Um, but we we live like Republicans and we live with the values of uh, the Republican Party. So yeah, that that one I, I can't really answer for you. Um, but 
You know, I, I myself have, have voted Republican, like I said, for the last, gosh, like 25 years. So. Yeah, it's it's funny that so many African-Americans, I'm, I'm going to overstate this, it's going to sound uh, awful, but I do mean it, vote for the party that keeps mm-hmm. them enslaved, that keeps them in yep. terrible schools, that keeps them on public transit, which keeps them on the bottom rung of the economic ladder, which keeps them in poor health care, which keeps them in, in an economic situation that keeps them away from opportunity and keeps them on, on government entitlement instead of, instead of the American dream. And it's, it's, it is sad, and I've never quite understood it. I see that the Hispanic community is waking up to that faster and faster and that you see the hispanic community moving more and more to the republican side um uh, because they are republicans they they are a multi-generational hard-working uh faith-based care about their families and it's just been such a long slog i think for particularly inner city blacks that i think they've become they've become addicted on on government handouts and it's and it is sad to see you want to talk systematic racism there it is oh oh absolutely and and the thought of uh oh gosh white liberals who have never for the most part even been in any type of situation like our population that they're they're going to bring us to the promised land you've got to be kidding me (laughs) They're going to be kidding me. Great point. Great point. Hey, Amber, thanks so much. Have yourself a terrific morning. I appreciate the phone call. 303-696-1971. Let's chat with Alan. Alan, you're with John Caldera. Good morning. Hey, John. Yeah, I I agree with you that um, this candidate is not ideal, but nothing's ever ideal. Life is not like that. So Nothing is ideal? You obviously Nothing. have never you have never seen me with my shirt off. Uh, okay, hang on a second. I need a few minutes. To, <laughs> I, uh, okay. All right, I'm back. Okay, I'm 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 recovered from uh, from that terrible image. Yeah, thank you. From yeah, from the recovery the terrible image. No, I'm going to bring up a uh, an example. It's 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 a tough one, but it's true. So everybody's favorite villain is the Nazis, right? World War Two, and a lot of uh, people in Germany uh, sheltered Jews from the Nazis when they were coming to look for them, and they'd have you know, false walls and uh, places in their house where they could hide. And there's a situation where a woman had a little baby, and they were the Nazis were knocking on the door, and they wanted to, they had to suspect that something was in somebody was in this house, and they wanted to you know get them. And this little baby. Um, was wanting to cry, and this woman had to cover up its mouth, and eventually, as the Nazis were feet away in the house, she had to smother the baby. The baby dies. Tragic. Awful. Terrible. Was that right? No, it wasn't right. But she had, she, she saved nine other Jews, and it's one of those ugly, ugly choices. And in life, you have to make some ugly, ugly choices. And that's, that's a really extreme example, but I thought it might bring it home, what you're getting at. And this candidate is not great, but he's not the worst. I mean, first trimester abortions, no, that's not great. Uh, 
That's a heck of a lot better than ninth month abortions. So, I'm and not, by the way, uh, voting voting for O'Day is not even voting for first trimester abortions. Voting for O'Day is voting for judges, if we get it the right president, who overturn Roe versus Wade. You know, absolutely. That, the, yeah. the the key the key is. Voting for O'Day means we get leadership. Voting for O'Day means we're a step closer to uh, getting the majority. Ultimately, yeah. a step closer to getting a veto-proof majority. Uh, it means that we're a vote away from uh, blocking nominees of Biden who want to overturn Roe versus Wade. You know, Absolutely. If, if you want to save the unborn, you have no logical choice but to vote for Joe O'Day, if that's really what you want to do. Period. Yeah, yeah. Period. Yeah, and life is, life is full of ugly choices like that. You know, like seeing you, you know, without a shirt on and, you know, and choices <laughs> like that. You know, it's, it's, it's the way it goes. Yeah. And people who Mama don't Mama told me that, never to me... look into the eyes of the sun. <laughs> but Mama, <laughs> that's where the fun is. <laughs> the people who don't accept that make me crazy. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. It's it's frustrating. Yep, yep. It's just frustrating. Um, yep, absolutely. Yeah, and it, it's and it makes you wonder. You know, Republicans keep talking about our great thought process that liberals are emotional. You know, and that they they don't think things through. Well, wait a second. Again, I, this all started because I was tuning into Jimmy Sangenberger's show before Pete's. And Jimmy's just, I just love, I can't help but think of Jimmy as a great kid because I've known him so long. Now he's a great adult, but like my kids, no, he's not an adult. He's just a kid. By the way, anybody younger than me is now a kid. Um, Great harmonica player. Great harmonica player. Really is, which is so funny. I don't know if you know Jimmy, but he's got, he's got this great little baby face and he's just this sweet little boy scout. And then he whips out a harmonica and, and the devil comes out of him. It's like, Whoa, this is incredible. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, and he kept getting these calls of, of people who just couldn't vote for O'Day because of abortion. And, and it makes you realize that the emotionally driven idiots come from our side as well, that they cannot put their logic before their emotion, and that it's just to, I don't want to vote for somebody who, eh, eh. And so they're voting for their opponents. They're yep. voting for abortion by refusing to vote for O'Day. And they, they cannot logically see it. And I, I feel bad for them that they cannot um, see the logic. And what's weird is they claim to be the logical ones. And, and I'm waiting for yep, one yep. of them to call, and none of them. I've been doing this for now for an hour and forty minutes. They haven't called in. Yeah, I know. I wasn't the caller you were looking for, but yeah. I, it was just, I thought it was, it was a, uh, a point I could make. It's a harsh point, but it's it's absolutely true. You know. Yeah. And yeah, we're probably at this point beating them, beating it to death. So if they don't want to call in, they don't want to call in. But I think that 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 kind of takes the point that if if you're being logical, if you want to save unborn lives, you only have one choice here. Yeah, man, absolutely. All right. Alan, have yourself right. a great morning. Thanks for the call. All right, where are we? What are we doing? What's going on? 30 Well, who might be? 
Well, I'll tell you what, why don't we take a quick breather? Tim, when we get back, I will get to you right away. But I have been so terrible on time. Management has been slapping me with a ruler. They got taught by nuns, and there's a lot of there's a lot of rural whacking that happens at KNUS. It's um it's better than docking pay. I'll take that. My knuckles hurt, but better than than starving. 303-696-1971. I'm John Caldera. Keep it right here. You're on 710 KNUS. 27 minutes after. Good morning. Welcome. Pete's away. John Caldera's with you. Sorry. It's just for another hour and 15 minutes. Just think how much better Pete's going to sound when he gets back. By comparison. Give me a call. 303-696-1971. Let's get to the phones. Hey, Tim, welcome. You're with John Caldera. Glad to have you, Tim. Thanks much. I appreciate it, John. I've got, uh, I'm going to give you the logic behind not voting for Joe O'Day. First, I want to say I love independence. I love your, you and your two predecessors have had an enormous impact on my life. Your research and that of independence has been very important to me. Oh, terrific. Thank Uh, you so much. And by the way, let me, let me put in, let me put in, let me put in the plug for those people who don't know. I run the independence Institute and I hope everyone goes to independenceinstitute. Actually, just go to thinkfreedom.org, thinkfreedom.org. Check out our, our, our work. Sign up for our newsletter. Uh, it's free. It, we won't bother you. It's a lot of fun. And also go to completecolorado.com every day, completecolorado.com. It's a news service. It kind of looks like Drudge Report. And we put together all the stories from around Colorado that are of political interest and package them all together for you just to make your life a little easier. It's a great service. Anyway, go right ahead, sir. Okay. I'm uh, voting for Tom Tancredo as a write-in, and this is why. I'd rather have six more years. First of all, I don't think uh, he's going to win anyway, and I think we're going to get 51 votes in the Senate anyway. And if if that weren't the case, I might consider voting for him. But I don't want for the next 18 to 24 years – another Collins or Romney or Murkowski or McConnell. I'd much rather wait six years. Uh, Yeah, for the, well, no, I think in six, I think we have a good chance in six years of getting somebody who's going to be a really good person. I don't think. Well, you can still put in a good person in six years. I don't think, well, I don't want to have Collins. I don't want a Collins, Romney, Murkowski, or McConnell, which you would is rather. Joe, I just Joe want to. I just want to be clear. This is a clarifying question. You would yes. rather have. You would rather have Michael Bennett for six years than someone you consider to be uh, Collins. Yes, for six because years. I assume. Yes, because I assume we're going to get fifty-one votes anyway. And I don't that think assumption he's going to win it. Is that assumption? is interesting maybe you're right maybe you're wrong and if you're wrong then then the whole country falls with it what if you're wrong on that assumption just work with me on this one then I, what if you're wrong on that assumption then you made a huge mistake and the whole country suffers and and if what if i'm right what is your assumption about having another McConnell or Romney for the next 24 years? Well, How do first you feel of all, about I, that I've, I've gotten to know Joe Day pretty well, and he's no Romney by any means. Secondly, 
I would much rather have a Romney represent Colorado for the next six years than a um, than than Michael Bennett any day of the week because a Romney would vote for a uh, Republican majority leader. He would vote for uh, Republican judges. And yeah, he would go off reservation much more often than I would like. But overwhelmingly, he would vote with Republicans. There is no question. It's absolutely insane to think that I would rather have um, um, Michael Bennett in that seat for six years than than Romney. That that. Oh my God! You're going to risk the Romney. future of the nation because of your certain assumption that you're going to get fifty-one. And by the way, fifty-one is a tiny little thing. That what does that mean? Is that all it takes? All it takes is for. One, one, let me me finish this thought, let me finish this thought. All it takes is for one, under your assumption, your, your, your shaky assumption, all it takes is for one Republican to go south, Romney already, to go south, and then you lose on every important vote. Oh my God, you are playing with fire. If I could beat Romney, and you said... I would rather have Romney for the next six years than uh, what uh, what uh, Michael Bennett. Bennett. I agree. If if I thought I could beat Romney in six years, but I don't think I can beat Romney in six years. Oh God, I think Romney's six years from now. As will O'Day. As will O'Day. They're all going to be there for twenty-four years. I don't want those guys in there. I want to. Really? I want to try again. Every single election. Have you heard? You know, I don't know, Sean Hannity, Rush Limbaugh, anybody. Have you ever had him say, this is not the most critical election in our lifetimes? Have you ever heard him not say that? I have no idea. Well, so I let, have, me see, let me see if I got this right. Not say that. They all you say are this going is the to, most critical election. So it for the next not. six years, you're going to, you're going to put, you are going to risk for the next six years, the future of the nation, the future of the courts, because you're worried that the guy who you don't even know how he's going to vote, you don't even know if he's going to be Romney, you're just going to take it on what your gut feeling is, that that he might run for a re-election. One, you're assuming. Let's go through the assumptions. So, Tim, you assume that... Um, uh, Republicans are going to win okay. 51 seats. Let me let me go through the assumptions. You yeah. assume there's going to be 51 seats. That's a crazy assumption. And you're you assume. That let me let me finish this. Let me put these out and then tell me if I'm right. You assume 51 seats. You assume. Uh, let me put these out and then tell me if I've got your assumptions correct. You assume 51 seats by Republicans. You assume that O'Day will vote like Romney, and you assume that he will run for re-election and be uh, undefeatable in six years. Do I have all three of those assumptions right? Yes. Those are some pretty wild assumptions. Now, you don't know that there's going to be 51 seats, and that's still a very... Let me respond to those assumptions. First assumption, you don't know what if Republicans are going to win that. That's a dangerous assumption, and it only leaves a one-seat 
margin for error. You're giving the whole nation into Romney's hands. You're empowering Romney, he himself, to be the sole decider. You're making Romney the future of, of even if you're right, you're making Romney to be the decider. Two, you don't know, you're assuming O'Day is going to vote like Romney. He has never even cast a vote. You don't know that. You could be right. You could be wrong. And in six years, we have a different world. We have a different Colorado. You, you are free to challenge him if he's that way. Cory Gardner didn't win re-election. Who knows if this guy will win re-election? Oh, my God. Why would you put our nation in such danger? What is this really about? What is the issue? What is the one issue that scares you the most about O'Day? Uh, I think it's 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 just all it's all of those. I see Romney and Murkowski and McConnell and Collins. All of those votes that those guys do where they go, as you say, off the reservation. But I don't what want the issue off the reservations. What issue? Be more precise. What issue? Uh, what has taxes, what has uh, uh, the, the, uh, the COVID, the COVID, the COVID vote, the, the, the COVID $900 vote. billion dollar COVID vote, the, the $2 mm-hmm. trillion dollar COVID vote, the, 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 the everything the trans- they've been doing the last three years. The transportation vote? Yeah, I disagree with him on that. He supported, he supported, um, um, are you talking uh, about just vote? Romney? I'm talking yeah. about all three of them. It no, I'm talking one of them. I'm not talking about Romney. I'm talking about O'Day. What specifically about O'Day uh, position that he supports that scares you the most? Because you don't know how he's going to vote in the future. Well, the abortion one is one of them. One of is that them. all right? What are the other ones? Uh, I think he's going to vote wrong on the judges because of the how abortion you... vote. Hmm. I don't think so. Because uh, uh, judges never tell how they're going to vote on abortion during their testimony, have they? Have any Thank of them? Goodness not. Have any of the judges ever said how they would vote on abortion during their testimonies? Uh, no. No. Very artfully not. Artfully and so, not. how would he vote on abortion if they don't show their hand on abortion? Oh, I'm pretty sure we know how our current uh, Supreme Court justices are going to vote on abortion when they go up in front of the Senate committees. Which Republican we voted against? Which Which Republican voted against the Republican uh, nominees under? I don't know. None I of them. I really don't know. None of them. So you're living in a land of delusion. What a shame to waste your. Why give your vote to? Uh, to Bennett, what a shame! Well, they're not going to. It's not going to be. It's just not. It's just not just about abortion, John. It's about all of the votes that they've been doing over the they, last. But O'Day, what vote has O'Day given? He hasn't given he, a single he, vote, has we he? We don't know anything about his voting. I just <laughs> no. He, we don't. You're absolutely well, wait John, a second. Let me, right. let me let me I ask you. You don't know how he's going to vote. You don't know so None is it possible? You don't even, maybe, is it possible? You because you know him. Is it possible? You know him, so yes, you I do know, know him. Gonna vote. Then tell is me it, how he's going to vote. I, he, he doesn't give me comfort that he's not going to be another Murkowski. He doesn't give me that confidence. He gives me 
the confidence that he is going to vote as a conservative, pro-business, anti-regulation, low-tax conservative. Why? Because he built a business. I have talked to him personally about this many times. Unlike his competitor, he has had to go through the regulatory process of building projects. He has had to hire 300 people in his business. He knows what the federal regulatory state does. Now, this gives me great comfort that he understands the, the burdensome state of, of this. Absolutely. I'm very comfortable with that. Well, so, John, I'm, you, are, you are a Rothbard, Nozick libertarian. I am a Rand Paul, Ron Paul libertarian. We have, there's one, there's no, so four I. differences between those kinds of libertarians. I love them all. Vote for, I'm going to look for the next Rand Paul is what I'm looking for. And you are going, and you are one of the reasons that the left is taking over our country because you are looking for perfection that fall, that hits everything. And you won't even allow, you don't know how this man is going to vote, but in your mind, you think he's going to vote like Romney. And if he does, then you have your opportunity to kick him out. But you believe he is, and you don't know. You know for In certain how how Bennett is going to vote, don't you? Really so who would you vote for for, for, for Senate? I'm, I'm late. Who would you vote for for Senate? I told you I'm voting. I'm writing in Tom Tancredo. Now, who would you have voted for who ran for Senate? I can't remember. It was one of those. It was one of those other guys. I forget. Probably the second the guy. This I forget his name. All right. I don't remember. Listen. When the United States Senate, if if this guy doesn't win, please, I want people to remember it will be guys like you are the reason why Republicans can't win. It is guys like you who keep. Liberals from having keep liberals from um, being defeated. And I'm sorry hey John, that right now I'm wa- I'm walking door to door right now. By the way, I'm walking good for you. door to door to vote to, I'm not, to push for what? It's not it's not O'Day, but I'm walk. But by the way, I am I've been working for Republican and Libertarians all my life, and I will continue to do so. What but I'm a not shame! Listen, again. you you can vote you can vote for anybody you want. Great, but I am telling you, what you are doing is dangerous for America. You are playing into the hands of the collectivists. What you are doing is giving Romney, if even if your assumption is right, even if your assumption is right, you are giving Romney all the power to sway America. And I think that's a shame. I got to run. Thanks for the call. Back after this, I'm John Caldera. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.